This is a niche radio podcast. For more, visit www.nicheradio.co.za. Welcome to the Come Join Us podcast channel. Um, I'm sitting here with the lovely Maynard Hubert. Um, he is originally from where? The Eastern Free State. Yeah, the Eastern Free State. Funny yeah. I always want to say Western Cape, but then I yeah, clutch yeah, yeah. and then I realize, uh-uh, <laughs> I see Fahini. Yeah, yeah, and uh, Maynard and myself met a few years ago via yeah. KWV. Mm. And uh, we did, I did events for them. And you were the winner still with Kokodua yes, right at that time. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Tell us, Maynard, how's your journey been? Tell us from where and what and how. How do you fit into the lovely cuisine world of South Africa? Well, very interestingly, I didn't start my career um, in, food. in the hospitality industry. Okay. I um, actually uh, studied musical theater, which uh, took me on to uh, become a professional ballet dancer. I danced with packed ballet for years yes. and then um, yeah, toured overseas and then came back and needed sort of to decide what I'm going to do with my life. And then by hook or by crook, I landed up working in restaurants in Cape Town. And uh, the first place I worked in was uh, a lovely restaurant in the Waterkant. Yes. Uh, a wine bar with the name of The Nose Wine Bar. Owned How by... long ago was that? So that oh, was... that was sure, 2003, 2004. Okay. Yeah, then I yeah. just started studying. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, my <laughs> word. Yeah, so uh, those were really my formative years yes. in, I think, uh, and, and my first sort of perception or my, my love for this industry started with wine, uh, which um, I thought was, was quite interesting. Uh, the, uh, the nose was owned by um, uh, Kathy Marshall, uh, Marston, Marston, sorry, uh, and her husband, Kevin, and they came from, they came from the UK yeah. and they had a very different look at that time and a very different perception about restauranteering and the wine industry. Yes. So it was very fresh. And I worked with lovely people uh, who I still know to this day, uh, which was involved in the project. And um, yeah, so with her, I had the great opportunity yeah. to become the restaurant manager. And then she educated me on, on wine. And um, it was a, such a beautiful school to be yes, in. Yes, yes. But how did you land up in the kitchen then? <clears throat> well, uh, by, I don't know, I've always loved cooking. Uh, okay. And I come from a family, we grew up on a farm and, you know, uh, being hospitable and everything. Best meat. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and the feast day. It's always been um, a Life. part of how I grew up, yeah. So, um, I think the two just sort of linked and I, I then realized that wine goes with food and yes. the one can't be without the other yeah. one. And then uh, my other passion just gently sort of flowed into that and then uh, managed some restaurants in Cape Town and then got the opportunity to move to Rivia Castile. Lovely, um, lovely yeah. little quaint town yeah. on, a, well it's more the west coast Swartland, side, yeah, yeah. Swartland area. Swartland yeah, area, yeah. Beautiful, beautiful region, very arid, almost very, very Mediterranean. Yeah. Uh, you know, they grow olives and, and, and grapes and make wine and uh, lots of wheat farmers. Yes, uh, yes. So yeah, very sort of similarity to the, to the Mediterranean and yes. um, there I met Anton Espost, um, a, a amazing character and he approached me and he said don't you want to open up a restaurant with me yeah. and his concept was to, um, was to have like a worker's bar you know, like, um, and sort of interpret uh, peasant food and peasant cooking 
which was very foreign for me at that stage, yes. coming from Cape Town and all yeah. sort of the high-end restaurants. Yeah, everything so, want, everyone wants to have a high dine and that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the fine, not fine dining, but I mean that that sort of concept. Yeah. So this was completely new to me and, and it took some time to put my, my head around it. But yeah. then also, you know, uh, got involved with all the winemakers like Artie Bardenhorst and um, even Sardi and the Malinews. Big and, names, yeah. Yeah, amazing. And they, and uh, together we, uh, you know, we formed this beautiful little association there. And um, uh, yeah, and then we started this restaurant and it was uh, amazing. And it was a, a really sort of successful for what it was yes. in the country. It was a real sort of country restaurant. Again? Bar bar black sheep. sheep, yeah, and that was Anton's concept, which was uh, which was lovely, and um, yeah, and we grew a lot of our own vegetables. We did uh, almost all our um, own herbs. You know, we got everything from the farmers. We cooked seasonally. Um, everything came off off the land, and it was such a amazing time in my life. Yes. The five years that I had the restaurant with Anton, and um, you know, he just always said, you know, he said. Uh, just cook good food, the people will come. Because we were okay. thinking about marketing strategies and all. And he yeah. said, don't worry about that. Just yeah. cook the food, they will come. And we were also hidden at the bottom of like a, a little street in an alcove. So we had no street frontage or people didn't know. The people yeah. had to either discover us or fall upon the restaurant or, um, yeah, so that was amazing. I went to eat there after you left. Oh, really? I remember. Yeah, so, but I wasn't there while you were there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, how did the whole cookatour thing come? Well, then, I I sort of reached my ceiling with the restaurant, and then I thought, you know, there must be something else. And I actually just sold it on, not knowing what I was going to do. And I did a couple of events and weddings and things, and didn't really (coughs) find my feet. But then, uh, my my brother-in-law's mother phoned me, and she said, look on TV, there is... This thing that they're advertising, this cooking so competition. So, for people that don't know Kokodur, what mm-hmm. is it exactly? Kokodur is um, is the uh, the Afrikaans equivalent of like something like MasterChef, a reality yes. cooking show. The difference being that they combined um, a professional chef and then a chef who um, who's got no training or a home cook. Yes. So I was sort of the chef with no training home cook part of a team with Tian Langenacher who had obviously had professional training and they wanted to have the best combination of old and new sort of heritage home with uh, you know, uh, new thinking about South African food, which yes. I thought was um, was absolutely brilliant. And cockadour uh, uh, comes from the French term called coq d'or, which was a, a, a sort of a prize like the Michelin stars that they give today. They gave out to, okay, to, to French cooks. Yeah, <laughs> the coq d'or is the golden, the golden rooster, it's like the, the golden, golden goose. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And directly translated, it's cockadour. Okay. Yeah, the golden. Amazing. And how yeah. long was that journey? Did, well, you shot I, the program. How long? <clears throat> yeah, we shot the program in uh, Prince Albert in the middle of February. Okay, so, so Prince Albert is a Flippenbarum, very... Very hot. Yeah, it was like between anything it's in the between crew, is it? Uh, 40 to 45 degrees. <laughs> and then you still in a kitchen as well. Yes, and, we, and, and, <laughs> so they, and they built the set. Yeah, no, no. They built the set in a, in a, uh, in a packing shed, yeah. a box to it, you know. And, uh, so it was literally sink. 
Yes, yeah. no air conditioning. <laughs> so that was quite interesting. But um, there again, I think that was such a huge blessing in my life. And there's something else really opened opened up for me. And uh, me and Tian won the competition and went on to do another cooking uh, program where I eventually met um, the brand managers from KWB. And that's how I... That was all Charlene Engels. Yes, Charlene now Engels. 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 Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. I can remember. Yeah. Okay, fantastic. So that's how your journey started the innovation with KWB. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. And now KWB itself... What do you think of a brand? Have you been enjoy working with them? Or yes, it's, it's been very interesting because I joined them five years ago and yes. sort of three years down the line, it got sold over and um, a new company bought it over and they sort of pulled everything apart and looked at every brand within KWB because there's the brandy, there's the fortifies, there's the, the laborie side, there's the beautiful mentors wines, there's the cathedral cellar wines, there's the classic collections, so so varied. And um, previously it was all marketed under one sort of umbrella. And what they decided to do was to give each one its own individual yes. character, each with its own PR company, each with its own um, distinctive um, uh, character and, yeah. and I find that so amazing and it's been such a privilege to be part of the journey of each of those yeah because they're all distinctive and brands yeah. yeah and I've learned so much about how to build the brand and yes. how to how to get the message across and obviously I come in with um, on the food side of things and uh, which has been amazing because now we've started developing a lot of content for social media yes uh, which is uh, fascinating for me and um, you know we get the, um, the opportunity to develop, to develop the recipe with the wine see what the brand managers want talk with the PR company, um, you know, uh, go through the whole creative process, style the image, shoot it with a photographer. And then also after that, the post sort of introducing it on social media, pushing it, marketing it, and then eventually see where it ends up. Okay. And that circle of... Um, it's a massive process. I yeah. think people sometimes just think they look at a pick and think, entry three, we got it, you know. No, no, and no. then uh, more amazing the pick is the more thought and detail yes. went around it. Yes. I mean, yes, how yes. Do, what is your creative process when you think of things like recipes and things? Do yeah. you go and sit down and think of aspects of it and then put it together? How do you normally... It's so interesting. Sometimes it comes from the most obscure places. Sometimes I'm very inspired by colors. Okay. I'm very inspired by obviously uh, uh, seasonal products and, and food, which is almost a given. But um, And then sometimes it's through music. Sometimes it's through smell sometimes it's through a memory sometimes it's a, a film or yeah. a, or whatever it can it really comes from from anywhere and uh, i think that that is really such a, a magical space to be in totally. when, when you grab those first ideas and they start developing and then they get a life of their own and then things start happening along the way and you collect yes. the props and you collect the backgrounds and you know and, and it develops into its own into its own life you, you know. can think of any like very memorable shoots. Embrace us with one or two of them. Um, yes. Um, recently, we did a, a wonderful shoot for um, uh, KWV Cathedral Cellar, yes. uh, which was a very underrated sort of a, a range of, of KWV, and they decided they want to bring it up to sort of flagship status. And um, 
Yeah, and just previously to that, I visited Russia for for about three weeks. I was about weeks. to ask yeah. you about that. How was that? Yeah, that was that was incredible, and um, I think I got so much inspiration from there. And we spent a lot of time in art museums, looking at art, looking at yes. uh, Renaissance painters, looking at um, uh, impressionists, looking yes. at modern art, looking at everything that, that was there, and. Um, when I came back, uh, we we received the brief of um, of what they wanted to do with uh, the wine, and each wine was inspired by a painting. Amazing. Yeah. So, so it sort thought, of collabed oh with what you did goodness. and went on holiday. How and beautiful was that? And some of these things I actually saw hanging there. So, and I have to tell you, once you stand in front, yeah, of something like that, you it's know, insane. it's such a cliche, but. But it's true. It does change you. You can't walk away from the... It's like, for example, I love Van Gogh. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I went to the Museum de Orsay in France, in, in Paris. Wow. And I actually saw himself painting. And I listened. I can still remember. I was still on my pot, uh, iPods. And I was listening to Don McLean's Vincent. Wow. While wow. looking at the actual painting. I started, no, I started crying. No, wow. It was so emotional. And I, 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 it's still a memory that sticks yeah. with me always. Yeah. And I do, I completely get what you're saying. If yeah. you don't, if it's all the visualness, it's that sound, it's the yeah. music, it's the whole ambiance that yeah. brings or makes something come to life. Yes, yes, completely. exactly. Yeah. And then the one, the one recipe that we did was, was based on Van Gogh's Story Story Night. Oh, and um, and then we put all these blue colors together, and all the thing also got its its own rhythm, and we got this beautiful background. and And once we put it together, and we styled the shoot with the muscles and the everything that we did with, it's like you could you could hear the ocean. It just it just became alive. Mm. And I think, and like you said, no, not a lot of people understand the process behind something. But if you don't have that process it's just it just becomes another the tension picture. is in the detail like yeah. i always say it's yeah. the small stuff you yeah. won't normally go and look out for but yeah. because that small things are there yeah. it makes the big yes. picture yes. at the end yes. of the day yes. that's why the thought around yeah. it and we got so much reaction from that specific picture of that specific recipe and because the there's so much the detail inside <clears throat> it. yeah and now um and i want to go look at it now i haven't yeah, seen it yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah maybe i have seen it because i see so many beautiful stuff of that you post on facebook and i'll these show you that i'll show done, you so. yeah. but then uh and after that uh, that you talk about the detail it started filtering through through many other aspects in in what i do and how i sort of started looking at things and approaching things this mm. year and um also decided to um, you know, to start this whole process with my staff and everybody who works with me, and we've been doing these uh, little workshops. That's um, amazing. Yeah, to get them on the same page, to know what are you thinking, and yes, to creating. to to make them understand why we do what we do and how why the detail is important, and how even if somebody doesn't know it, they feel it yes. when they walk into a room. They feel wow, this. Something has happened here. They can't put their finger on it, but it's there. And uh, yeah, we started doing uh, lots of training and, and, and team building exercises and um, uh, getting them to think about uh, differently about what they do and how they approach their job. And um, we also set up all. Can you see that it's changed in the oh, characters? Yes. Oh, yes. Yes, Especially yes. with what, with with them coming forward with ideas, or what are yes. they doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we we broke up the business into into ten into ten points. The brand, 
and we thought, what what do we want the brand to stand for? And we, we discussed a couple of things, but uh, the last one was to be ever changing, to be never ever, ever looking for <coughs> Sorry. new ways of doing things. And I said to them, make it practical. It's not this big thought. Whatever you do, how you how you approach a guest, how you approach your daily tasks, how you how you think about things, even if you have to clean the wall, you know, do it in a new way. And and it has worked. It's been amazing. That's process. amazing. I think I'm going to take tips from you too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, yeah. so um, what's what's up with your next programs? I know that you've got Station Arts, obviously, where you mm. do all your events. So tell yeah. us about what you do here exactly. Well, this is very interesting. This is my house. This is where I live. This is where I stay. Amazing loft apartment. Yeah, like loft it. apartment in a in a rooftop of an old building here in Paul. Um, and uh, the space has been very good to me. Um, it also just naturally developed into something. People just started asking me, listen, can't we pay you and, we, and you cook for us? And, and that developed into this little space. space and industry of what we'd like yeah. doing now. And people book and uh, we do groups of between 10 and 30. And um, yeah, and they come and eat and we give them a really special experience of yeah. what it is to dine at a traditional, not traditional, but I mean a, a cape table. Totally. Uh, yeah, in yeah. the wine list. I've done it a few times with my clients, and which was amazing. <laughs> they loved it. And we are very excited about come travel yeah. with us, yes. which we're coming with you. Yeah. Well, we're coming in August, yeah. and then we're coming to do a stunning dinner with Maynard inside his station house. Yeah. Give us a bit of sneak peek. A sneak peek while well, we've delved into now winter and when you are going to be here um, uh, into uh, French cooking or sort of French inspired uh, arty cooking. So uh, we start off with beautiful canapes um, downstairs and uh, cup classique and with that we serve um, uh, uh, pisseladier, those little uh, tarts with the anchovy and the onions. Oh, yeah, which is, which I is love beautiful. your French cooking. I know we had it in the Rodeberg yes. room, remember, yeah, with yeah, the yeah, salad. Yeah. And we're yeah. doing uh, little blinis inspired by the, the, the uh, Russian trip with caviar oh, on, so. uh, which we love now. It's also sort of part of, of what we do. And uh, then we move on here, we do a whole barrette course with handmade butters. Uh, which we serve with uh, um, the Cap Classique. Yeah, and, and then we do a, a bouillabaisse. Bouillabaisse. Oh, I bouillabaisse. Love. Yeah. You do a very good bouillabaisse. Love, love the bouillabaisse, and, 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 and we put a lot of attention to detail and how we cook yes. the stock and, you know, start off with a whole big pot like this and we reduce it down and it's really beautiful. And then uh, we do a... Um, uh, mushroom risotto uh, with uh, baby chickens that we just do the breasts and the and the little leg with, and then uh, recently started using fresh black truffles, winter truffles. Where do you find them? Yeah, <laughs> we've got a fantastic supplier in um, in Stellenbosch, and uh, yeah, and it's South African truffles. Amazing. Yeah, Tell us about it. Quality because it's is like, fantastic. It's, people don't know about it. You only find the Italian and the French one, yeah. black and white. Is it sort of the same? Yes, or? yes, yes. It's black truffles, winter yes. truffles, and um, it's from Woodford. Yeah. And they they were the first ones now who started planting it with. They the Rupert's weren't it. They also started planting it, I think. Oh, yeah, I'm not sure. On the but, other side, yeah, yeah. Uh, that come from Woodford. And the okay. quality is really amazing. And it's so nice to be able to use a South African product. And price? Which, which, which is, oh, it's very expensive. expensive. <laughs> 
I think these ones come at 15,000 a kilo. Oof, yeah. But yeah. that's sort of a But I mean, you buy... It's 1,000 euro a kilo, normally, yeah, buy, in overseas. Yeah. So that's yeah, you buy a little bit like this. It's like, it's like gold dust or like gold. <laughs> yeah, but it, I mean, it does go a far way. Yeah. You only use a little because bit. Because it's hectic, potent. Do you put it in a little oil and sort of preserve it a little bit for your sauces, or you do put it in fresh? We've used it fresh, which I, I, I think has been lovely. And then it sort of just, just slowly eats up on top of the risotto. Um, yeah, and, uh, and the people are loving it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, because people don't yeah. know it, they know the flavored oils, but they don't really understand the earthiness, the earthiness and the taste. And I think it's just so the wine must be amazing with it. The mint, with like the orchestra or those very yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the those wines. You know what I'm saying? The Bordeaux blendy or hectic merlots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something. And especially the mentors wines with the yes. with the with the sort of barrel fermented white wines as well, Ooh, and, the, yeah. and the and the aged white wines. The Chardonnays, um, the, the um, uh, Grenache Blanc, the, the Semillons, the, um, uh, all, of, all of that, you know, yeah. works beautifully with it. Yeah, and then for main course, we do a, um, a steak Bernays. Uh, Fricky, our other chef, makes a beautiful Bernays oh, sauce, which he's now perfected. I won't tell you how much butter goes in there. <laughs> but it's Everything is better with butter. <laughs> Yeah, and, and then desserts, we, we finish off uh, on, on a light note. We just do like a, a, a beautiful white chocolate and um, a vanilla bean cream bat with macaroons and fresh berries. And, um, yeah, and then we end, after that, we do some aged brandies. Yes. Uh, 10, 12, 15, and 20-year-old brandies, and yeah. Delicious. And that's it. Have you, have you brought out your own cookbook yet? No, but we oh, are. Oh, yeah, in the process. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes, 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 yes. We are now talking to um, yeah to Penguin. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they're very interested in in in, uh, in collaborating with us. So uh, yeah, we've been doing all the proposals and the proposed recipes and the, and the things. Yeah. So Amazing. that will happen this year still. You really? Yeah, and yeah, you're going to yeah. shoot everything. Yeah, and you're yeah. going to shoot it. You're going to do everything. Or what are you going to well, do? Well, I won't shoot the um, the, pictures, the, the yeah. images. I love taking uh, photographs, but um, I think one just gets lost in the in, in, the, in the pictures. Maze, I always so. see of you that you put on Facebook. Do you take the pictures as well? Some of them, yeah. Some of them Amazing. I do. Some of them really I do. But I, I I find that doing everything from beginning to to end is is is, is quite intense. No, it's and sometimes I just feel, you know, though we've got such amazing photographers, rather get somebody in and then you can sort of have a, yeah. a, 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 a an external eye, yes. which I think works better. Totally. Yeah. And how many recipes are we looking at? How big? Sure. Our, we're not with the main courses yet and we're on about 80 so far. So it's Shoot, probably going to be about 120. Book. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. Oh, I'm really looking forward to yeah, that. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. So if people want to come and join your events or do anything or get in touch with you, mm. how do they do that? Well, very easily. We're very active on uh, social media. All my handles are at Maynard uh, J for Maynard Uber. Um, yeah, for Twitter, Facebook, and um, Instagram. And then uh, obviously they can visit my website, which is www.maynard.co.za. And uh, all the contact information is on there. Yeah. Do you have events sort of that you sometimes do besides your clients that comes and eat here? Open events for public? 
Yes, yes, yeah. yes, we do. And uh, we are planning a lovely thing for Christmas. We decided we're going to be open for Christmas and we're going to do a lot of events in Cathedral Salas. Open events, yeah, because not a lot of people are able to see it. And I think there's going to be a lot of tourists down here and people yes. from Gauteng. So we want to open it up to them and people can come book and we cook for them. And then it's like a Christmas lunch yes, you're going to do. Yes, yes, a series of them. So okay, we'll probably I be might just bring my whole family from Robertson and say, come, let's go and do a Christmas lunch. Exactly, exactly. And everybody's on holiday. Nobody really wants to cook. And yeah, so we decided we're going to do that this year and give them a real sort of beautiful cake Christmas experience. Yes, yeah. Okay, in, so people need to book. Yeah, people need to book. And it's in the cathedral cellar, which is obviously very beautiful and cool. You must share with there. us the information. We'll we share will. it with our community. I'm sure everyone, anyone that's down here that doesn't want to cook lunch, yeah. they will make we use will, of that. Definitely. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Tell me, before we end it off, mm. what do you love about what you do? What um, can you never get enough of? I can never get enough of cooking, of receiving people in my home, receiving people at Cathedral Cellar. There's just a beautiful energy that is almost addictive about it. Uh, without it, I don't know what my life would have been, but uh, there is just something about serving people, something about creating for somebody, something about sharing your passion and your love about what's in your heart, your knowledge, your journey that you've been on and putting that on a plate and then having this fleeting experience of eating it and tasting it and then it's gone and then the memory is left. Okay. And that and, 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 and it draws back to that sort of impressionistic art thing again. Uh, you know, where it comes and it goes and it's it's there and it's gone and you try and capture something that people rem will remember and they will remember that experience and the taste and the flavor and hopefully that will be something profound in their life. Stunning. Yeah. Maynard, thank you so much for your time. Welcome. I had a fantastic time. I, I yeah. got completely mesmerized <laughs> with all of this art that you were talking about yeah, and yeah, sort yeah. of a lot of other stuff as mm -hmm. well, which was great. Mm -hmm. uh, we're really looking forward to come travel with yes, us. Yes, uh, I think it's going to be an exceptional yes. weekend and we're going to really end it. You're going to be the cherry on the top for our event. Thanks so much for tuning in and we'll be next time. We'll be back next time. Cheers. Subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or log into www.nicheradio.co.za.